Hello everyone, I'm Jess and welcome to Group One's podcast today. Uh, we're going to explain a little bit about ecofeminism and its relationship between gender and the environment. So first things first, uh, to understand what ecofeminism is, we need to understand what feminism is and then follow that by understanding what the environment is. So feminism alone is a complex topic and it has a lot of layers to it. Defining it as a movement in a liberal democratic society, it's the full involvement of women in political rights and an economic standpoint for employment access for them. But in a more radical manner, it can also be viewed as a metamorphosis in the patriarchal socioeconomic system. Um, Feminism is also studied and focused on in multiple areas from culture to consciousness of the psychological and ethical areas. Uh, Some even say that feminism is deeply connected to the root of ecology by the connection of exploitation and domination that's also found in nature. Um, But now that you have a little bit better understanding about what feminism is, Riley is going to take over and going to talk about the environment before we make it a connection into what ecofeminism is for a better understanding. Thanks so much. Hey, beautiful humans. I'm Riley. Thank you, Jess, for explaining what feminism is. It's important to know what feminism entails to understand what ecofeminism is. I will be discussing what the environment consists of so you can better understand how it's connected to feminism. When people say take care of the environment, many think of nature, trees, and animals, and some may think of their surroundings and places in which they inhabit. These are all aspects of the environment. Our gender and the environment text by Nicole Dietra suggests that many think that environment is exterior to us and something to conquer. The environment is a place not exterior to ourselves, but the places that neighbor us and its ever-evolving inhabitants and forces. This could be animals, trees, insects, air, water, and even other people. The environment consists of everything that is abiotic and biotic. When thinking about the environment in a discourse context, this can pull on many different disciplines, including biology, chemistry, ecology, environmental studies, relationships people have with nature, and the relationships we have with other people. These are all included when thinking about the environment. It may seem like the environment is just about trees and plants, but it's also about us and our relationships with these other neighboring forces. Now, Michael and Danielle will further explain how feminism and the environment are connected and how ecofeminism is the byproduct. Thank you, Riley, for the wonderful explanation of what exactly is the environment. It's important to understand this concept in the concept of feminism because it is very easy to understand it based upon social norm terminology and miss the big picture. Feminism and environment do not seem to be directly related. Yet when you really look into both, similarities are definitely existent. When you look at feminism, you look at the pressing issues in society involving the oppression of women, both in the family unit as well as overall society with their lack of representation in legislative positions. Events such as sexual assault and other forms of abuse have gone overlooked, and the pressure women have to report incidences like these are high enough to where these affected women hold back their reports due to fear of retaliation or the chance of their voices to go unheard. 
When you're looking at the environment, you think about the natural beauty provided to humans for relaxation, adventure, and even resources. What people fail to acknowledge is the effect humans have on the environment. We are constantly building on top of animal habitats. We are clearing trees for industrial purposes. Our landfills are filling up and many other negative impacts are imposed by humans on the environment daily. As these two concepts seem diverse, they relate to one major issue, oppression. Unfortunately, society has failed both affected parties. Women are overlooked and sometimes deemed less capable than men, which is extremely untrue, as women have proved to make major contributions in the professional setting and in overall society. The pressing issues of our environment are issues that also seem to be neglected. In Central Florida, for example, it is common to have the occasional visit of the Floridian black bear in someone's backyard. This is a result of the continuous building that is occurring and destroying these precious habitats. Ecofeminism allows us to connect the two pressing issues into one larger big picture in an attempt to raise the awareness needed to induce a greater impact. Thanks for that great explanation, Michael. Along with the oppression of both women and the environment from beliefs of both being weaker than those in charge, we can see other ties between the two. One of the huge issues we're starting to notice are the inconsistencies between how negative environmental factors impact women versus how they affect men. When looking at issues such as pollution, as well as negative environmental outcomes in other countries, we see two glaring trends. They disproportionately affect the poor as well as women, especially since women make up the majority of the world's poor population. According to figures provided by the UN, 80% of people displaced by climate change are women. Along with their vulnerability due to economic standing, women who live in polluted areas are more likely to develop health issues due to the proximity of pollutants, especially in the case of black women. To tie back into Michael's mention of the perception of a woman's place in society, due to gender roles in the household, women are much more likely to be exposed to pollutants in the home via cooking, as well as harmful heating and lighting fluids used, such as kerosene. I agree completely with Danielle. I'm Alyssa, and I will be discussing why ecofeminism is important. As Karen J. Warren said in her paper, The Power and Promise of Ecological Feminism, ecofeminism provides a distinctive framework both for reconceiving feminism and for developing an environmental ethic which takes seriously connections between the domination of women and the domination of nature. Ecofeminism is important because it provides a lens for us to understand the correlation between oppression of women and the oppression or misuse of nature. Warren makes sure to define the logic behind patriarchal societies and states that it is important to disregard domination frameworks and trade it out instead for support frameworks. She outlines an equation that states, feminism is a movement to end sexism. But sexism is conceptually linked with naturism through an oppressive conceptual framework characterized by a logic of domination. Thus, feminism is also a movement to end naturism. 
This means that the naturalist movement is viewed as an integral part of the feminist solidarity movement and thus integrates with the natural living world as a mechanism for the eco-feminist movement. All of this is to say that ecofeminism is a catch-all movement behind the abolishment of oppression. Ecofeminism is important because, as was also stated by Julia Mason, the root of oppression, including racism, sexism, and homophobia, is the cultural acceptance of the domination of nature. When the issues behind ecofeminism are corrected, there will be an inherent elimination of all oppression in the world. For a quick recap, Allie is going to go over what we think and how it all connects. Thanks, Alyssa, on the awesome explanation of why ecofeminism is so important to our society. I'm Allie, and I too believe that ecofeminism is very important, and in many cases, it gets overlooked. As we heard from Jess, feminism is able to be looked at from so many different perspectives, and one big one that we focused on is how feminism can be viewed and related into the environment. Riley explained and helped us understand what an environment actually is. Sometimes when you hear someone say the environment, the first thing that comes to mind is the simple common things in the environment, which is why we decided to dig deeper and explain how these two different topics are actually very closely related. Michael and Danielle really helped us start to understand this deep connection between the environment and feminism with a concept called ecofeminism, in which Alyssa helped us understand why it is so important. I do think that over the past 100 years, women have made great progression in the world of oppression, but still have a long way to go. Women have gained so many more rights, like the right to vote and the ability to work towards any dream that they have. But there are also still very many ways in which women are still oppressed, like the pay wage gap, the way that society has made them feel, how they cannot speak their mind, and the pink tax. The environment is also still very much oppressed. Every day, more and more trees are being taken down to build more, and people wonder why. They are seeing more wild animals in their neighborhoods. They want to get rid of the wild animals when they see them, but in all reality, it's the humans who are pushing them out of their own habitats. Plants that are making our clothing and cell phones are producing so many pollutants, it's slowly killing our environment. Then seeing things like climate change due to these pollutants are primarily affecting women over men is really sad. I hope that in the near future, we see a turn of events for ecofeminism. I hope to see that all oppression is coming to an end. If we can work on ending sexism, it will lead to the ending of oppression in the environment. It isn't fair for anyone or anything in this world to feel oppression. Thank you guys for listening.